this podcast, we're going to be talking about what is a growth group leader. And this is often one of the, unsurprisingly, first questions I get asked when people are thinking about starting a group at A3. And it's really important to both lay out expectations, but also to demystify to some degree what growth group leaders are and what we expect from growth group leaders who are leading groups in our community. I think the first thing that I would, I would start with is that growth group leaders are far more shepherds rather than being perfect people or pastors. What do I mean by that? I mean the primary role of a growth group leader is to shepherd a small group of people in the community. And when I say shepherd, I mean that they are there to, to some degree, lead them, to coordinate them gathering together, to connect people together, and then just to look after their needs. You know, checking in on your members to make sure that they're doing okay, asking them questions about what's going on in their lives, praying for them, being someone who just watches over a flock of people and provides care. The other thing I would say is that they're far more facilitators rather than teachers. So a lot of people are afraid when they, they're thinking about leading a group because they think that they have to be Bible scholars. They think that they have to be people who are going to teach people about all the ins and outs of Scripture. And while that is very important and, and you should always be looking to grow in your knowledge of, Bi of the Bible, the primary role of a growth group leader in their time with their community is not to teach, but rather to facilitate dialogue. So your skill isn't based on whether you are the smartest person in the room or the most knowledgeable, but rather can you direct conversation in a way that draws stories out of people, connects people together, and just makes people think about things through these conversations that we have each week. Now, there are three categories of characteristics that we look for in growth group leaders and we encourage growth group leaders to be committed to. The first category is personal. Are these people who, in their personal lives, are modeling what it means to be a disciple of Jesus? And this is simply to say that we expect our growth group leaders to be participating in discipleship. It's not to say that they're perfect, but they're looking to grow. They're looking to expand their relationship with Christ. They're doing activities like prayer, Bible reading, and, and service. They're just engaging in the normal practices of spirituality. And that way, they're modeling that to their group. We also look for a personal characteristic of integrity, which once again, that does not mean perfection. It just means that the person is honest. They're, they know who they are. They're open about who they are. And that includes being open about where they struggle and that they're working on those things. The other major characteristic, the other bucket of characteristics is gifts. What are the key gifts of a growth group leader? And I always break these down into three major gifts, right? The first gift is that they are authentic invulnerable. You know, a growth group leader needs to be someone who is just open and authentic to who they are and that they are vulnerable enough to be known by their group. I always tell leaders that if you do not model vulnerability, if you do not model what it looks like to just share yourself with people, then your group won't model it either. The other major type of gift is we look for people who are caring and hospitable. When I say that, what I mean is, one, that there are people who care about other people. Just are you a kind of person who wants people to succeed, who wants people to grow, who wants people to be healthy? Do you think about other people, and do you just want to see life change in them? And then when hospitality, with being hospitable, that's just about are you warm and are you open in terms of your space? Are you looking to create a place where someone comes and feels welcome? 
Are you working to create a space where someone feels accepted and known? Do you create a warm environment um, that your group meets in? And the last bucket, and this is one that I cannot stress enough, but is are you someone who is gifted at invitation? And I say this, I say this is important because growth group leaders who are not open to inviting people who are not interested in opening up their home to new people, to letting new people in, are going to struggle. You know, one of the key factors in the success of a leader is are they constantly looking for someone to bring in to their community? Are they constantly looking to invite others into this relationship with God, into this story of Christ, and into this vulnerable community? And lastly, the last major bucket is strategic. What are the strategic things that we look for from growth group leaders? And this is pretty simple. It's the first one is, are they committed to the strategy of E3? Are they participating in our main discipleship strategy, which is worship, groups, and service? Are they committed to strategically grow themselves? Are they looking for ways that they can better themselves by reading books, by engaging in new information, by just being willing to grow? And then are they acting strategically? And what I mean by this is, are they, co- are they constantly thinking about, how can I improve the group by tweaking this aspect of it? How can I maybe grow as a facilitator so that the conversations we have can draw people a little dif- deeper? How am I thinking about the, the culture of our group and whether I'm modeling the right things or I'm pushing people in the right directions? And am I being thoughtful about the strategies I bring into our group to make that happen? Are they committed to strategically help E3 operate? Growth group leaders are one of our front lines of communication. So are you communicating announcements? Are you, are you aware of what's going on in the church and inviting your members into it? Are you acting strategically to get people more invested into community? And lastly, are you thinking strategically about how you structure your group's time? And this word strategic can be scary, But what I'm really saying is, are you being thoughtful about how you are leading your group in how they use their time? So have you thought through how your group is structured when you guys meet together each week? Have you thought through how you start your time and end your time, how you incorporate prayer? Have you just been thoughtful about how you make that stuff deeper? And it's just just important to note that these things don't happen automatically. We have to be intentional as leaders in how we set up time. And we also have to be strategic and intentional in how we communicate the need for things like socializing together. So am I taking time to set up a monthly social meeting in which my group is gathering outside of our normal time just to spend time together? Am I being strategic in my thought of how my group serves together? Like, am I setting apart some strategic thought of pushing our group to maybe once every three months go to a ramp build or take part in a soup kitchen or just do something in the community? So intentional strategy, it may sound scary, but all it really is is, am I being intentional about setting up time for my group members to grow? And I just want to close by being clear that you don't have to be perfect at any of this to get started. E3 is committed to you. I am committed to you. I am here to resource you, to buy you books if you want it, to have conversations, to grab coffee, to talk through how you can make this happen. This podcast library will have instructional episodes about how to do these things on a more specific level. 
but just are you going to be committed to thinking through that and then asking for help and being looking to grow in your ability to do this? And I promise you, if you commit to growing in these areas, you will see your group thrive. You will see people grow and you will take just take valuable, valuable, valuable time and help people become more of what God intended them to be.